Wow. It's about to Listen, eat. if Jesus ate chicken, that's the chicken that's Jesus the chicken, would eat, chicken, right? Eat? Okay. So here's the thing. I said that's the Jesus chicken, Woody. Yeah. I mean, chickens would eat Jesus, I guess. Sure. You know what I mean? So you, here's the life hack. You get the chicken nuggets, but you get them unbreaded. You can ask for them unbreaded? They have both. They're grilled or, or breaded, right? Okay. And they're just little more they're delicious. Welcome to another episode of 24 frames per second. I'm Phil Balbanos. I'm Peter James. My boy, Peter James. <laughs> and today is a very, very special episode. Uh, I got a little excited by the Chick-fil-A conversation, so I wasn't prepared for what I'm about to do, but I'm going to try it now because it's a... It's a... Scary It's episode. a Halloween episode. Halloween, just around, around the... the uh, right, right around the corner. A couple of hours because we shoot this live. Uh, <laughs> so we're going to do what Peter has been waiting his entire life to do, and that is... Talk about a scary movie and ask anybody watching, what's your favorite scary movie? But why did you say it like that? Because that's the voice. That's the, the ghost face voice. Gun to your head. Yeah. The It doesn't have to be the best movie. The scariest film you've ever witnessed and experienced. The the movie that fucked you. Oh, you just It ruined your, your sleep for weeks. That's tough. That's Go tough. Go for it. You have I 10 was, seconds. I was a huge fan of the original Conjuring. Okay. Um, I I had a horrible, horrible uh, night after watching the first Insidious. And then okay. uh, and then Hereditary got me. Hereditary. Hereditary got me. Ari Aster The trailer me. for Hereditary got me. <laughs> Scariest movie is hereditary? Is that what you're going to think? You so. have to pick one. I mean, I, mean, I mean, yeah. Yeah. So here's the thing. Yeah. There's, there's <laughs> no spoilers. There's literally, there's a lot of stuff in hereditary, but there's one shot. It's like of just this old guy standing in a closet with a weird smiley face. Mm -hmm. That's the, that's the thing that got me. Like there are times where I'll, I'll look into, uh, I'll be at a hotel or something like that for work. And I'll look into the closet, which is like slightly ajar and go like, it's not there, but then my mind will put it there. Like I'll just be like, "Oh shit, you remember that scene in Hereditary?" And then I fuck myself over. What was that fucking? There was a Stephen King TV adaptation movie in the mid '90s, Rose House, Rose Hill, the house on Rose Hill. No, 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 it's not the house on Rose Hill. It's, I'm thinking uh, of the, the I'm mixing yeah, up the house. It, on it, there's Hill. Rose in it. I, I'm, you think it's Rose House? Yeah, I think the Rose House yeah, or something, right? That uh, that there was this scene in it where. Uh, I don't know, like a specter or something. I forget what it was exactly. Appears, like you're looking at an empty scene and it, the camera's just slowly pushing forward and, it, and it's lasting longer than it should. You're like, what's going on? Are they going to jump scare me? And then the push stops and all of a sudden, it's not a, like a glitch effect. It's not like a flash. Suddenly from like, it was all practical. Right. From like this dark void in the center, this thing just, it doesn't even fly out. It just steps out and you're like, ah, Oh my God. <laughs> and for years, I remember my sister used to make fun of me. She used to, when we were kids, she used to go sit in the hall at night when I'd be watching TV and she would just sit in the dark spot in the hallway. So when I'd get up, I'd come out and be like, oh, that and that fucked me up. But the scariest movie that's the, the movie that scared me, like to the point where I was like, I think th it might be the film that traumatized me and I stopped watching horror films and it's Prince of Darkness. Oh, John Carpenter. Rose Red. That's what you're Rose talking Red? about. Rose Red. Yeah. <laughs> I, you see what he did just now? He pretended like he had been pondering Didn't on the ponder. river, Didn't on ponder. the river, but he Googled it. Yeah. I, I saw him I Google it. Texted my wife, but sure. Sure. Uh, yeah. Because yeah. I don't have eyes. You piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, no, uh, Prince of Darkness, 
that mirror when that because I don't know it's old enough I can talk about yeah yeah, it. it's yeah, yeah. About 1987 what year is that movie it's 80s yeah 80, late 80s 89 uh, they're in um, a church in New York I believe like an old oh it's been a while it's been a while it's I'll like, take a, your it's word like for this it. 150 200 year old church that's built on another older structure uh, which is a hellhole you know it's a hellmouth whatever yeah yeah and uh, weird things start happening around I think it's the Bronx right. And slowly they find out that, like, the, it's Armageddon or something. I forget exactly the premise, but, like, they're bringing forth the Prince of Dark, Darkness through the birth of a child. Very typical. Like, yeah, yeah, But, like, the scenes were, like, the mirror acts as this, um, I mean, typical, very tropey, but it wasn't tropey then. No, no, no. no. Uh, the mirror acts as, like, a gateway between worlds. And there's these scenes where she gets pulled through and she sees the other side. And you're, I'm like, no. Nah. Yeah, especially never sleeping again. Kid, yeah, never sleeping. I wasn't even that young. I had seen it much later. Uh, I must have been 12, 11 years old. There are like that's the thing is the scariest movie is a tough call, but there have been scary movies. I didn't see the scariest. So the movie that the scared, scared no, yeah, yeah, you're right. Okay, uh, but it again different stages of my life. You know, I I watched The Exorcist yeah. way too young, way too young. I mean, yeah, that yeah. one, that, that one, that, got, that'll, the, I, the Exorcist holds to this day. Yeah, if you I, watch it at night, I yeah, used, I watched it with a buddy of mine, T, and and uh, no, I used sir. to, <laughs> I used to just say like just to fuck him up. Sometimes he would like leave my house. We lived like the same block, right? Mm -hmm. So he would just bike home, and he would it would be nighttime. We would just have watched another horror film. So you know you're still you're trying to be tough, but you're kids, and you get on his bike, and I would just go, me, why you do this to me?" And he would. Cuss me out. I so good. The Exorcist was the first time uh, in my life that I experienced horror with a Greek, like because there's Greek in the movie, right? Because yep. uh, the the priest, and it it scarred me. I was like, oh my god. I have like, not it fucked me up really bad. I have not seen the new one that just came out. Neither. So have I. what's really cool I is too scared. <laughs> too scared. No, but it's not even that. Okay, so. I just remembered another movie that fucking traumatized oh, me. Hold on, we're going to get to it. Yeah. So uh, you mentioned John Carpenter, so arguably one of the greatest slashers, obviously Halloween, mm -hmm. 1978, um, spawned a bunch of, let's call them interesting sequels, slash some abysmal ones. Yeah, okay. And then I've seen most of them, actually. And then you remember a couple of years ago, David Gordon Green, who is a very interesting filmmaker because he makes these, he's made these art house well, i don't really want to call them art house films but very like interesting adult grown-up movies thrillers george washington um uh what's the other one uh he did with uh he's he, he's made stronger with uh, with jake gyllenhaal these like kind of serious dramas yeah. as well uh and then he's also made pineapple express mm. That's right. I was like, wait, I know this name. I know this. And and Your Highness. Your Highness is a fucking grim You're <laughs> fucking high. So so he's got a friendship with uh, Danny McBride. Okay. Who's, uh, yeah, that's right. This is the end and yeah, yeah. from Eastbound and Down, which is it, he's also is a part of. Where he has the neck brace the whole movie? No, that's uh, Pineapple Express. That's Pineapple Express. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's at the end of the movie, yeah. <laughs> so they, they, they made Eastbound and Down, Down together. And I remember it's like 2017. And I'm, I'm, you know, catching up on like movie news and the announcement gets made that with John Carpenter's blessing, David Gordon Green is going to make a new Halloween trilogy that will essentially erase 
all the movies except for the first one. And Danny McBride was one of the writers. And I remember going like, what? Like, is this actually going to fucking happen? And then there was like this joke rumor that McBride's going to play the shape, right? <laughs> so I hope this happens. This is going to be the greatest thing ever. So that trilogy, um, first film, really enjoyed it. Uh, second film, awesome. It's like a direct sequel. And then the third film does something that I'm not going to spoil, but it really divided a lot of people. I would love for some people to comment on if they saw Halloween. Uh, so it's Halloween, Halloween Kills, and then Halloween Ends. Mm -hmm. So I'm very curious if any of our viewers saw Halloween Ends, how they feel about how that film was handled uh, without getting into spoilers. Uh, if I get enough comments, we'll talk about it maybe on on, uh, on one of the upcoming episodes. Somebody but read the marketing handbook. What's no? What's really cool is so after that, I was like, okay, well, what's next for David Gordon Green? He's going to go back to making you know his serious films. Uh, you know, going to be in the running for an Oscar. No, he's he went back to horror. He loved. Decided to do like the same thing with The Exorcist, wherein he's doing this. He did this new film, The Exorcist, where they brought back Ellen Burstyn, the mom from the yeah. original. I saw. I'm not aware of yeah that. that yeah. I mean, I'm aware of the film being made, but yeah. So that. he's he's got this whole idea now. You know, I don't know if the film's any good. Uh, I'm I'm gonna see it at some point, and and because I, I love Exorcist that is one of those movies that I never felt that they needed to revisit it. It's such a phenomenon, phenomenon, phenomenon. I don't know, cultural phenomenon. Why can't I pronounce the word phenomenon? I have no idea. I can say it once. Phenomenon. You said it wrong too. I think I just don't remember what the word sounds you're like. You're thinking of phenomena, and that's what you're trying to say, and then adding an N sound. Phenomenon. Anyways, <laughs> it's such a cultural phenomenon. Ah, oh, there we it's go. It's a phenomenal film. It, no, no, no. I, <laughs> yes, it is. It is. Fine. But uh, it just, it, leave it alone. You know what I mean? Uh, exorcisms can be done in millions of different. Yeah, I don't ways. know. I don't know. If, so just do it that way. I, I don't know if someone like like assuming I don't know David Gordon Green, but I don't think someone like him would just simply do that for the sake of like. Oh no, I'm not saying. He, no, no, that's not what I'm accusing him of at all. I'm just saying maybe just make your own exorcism film. Like it doesn't need to be in that universe. That universe. It's had a good, such a special place in everyone's heart. It's had a good, I mean, how many ex good exorcism movies or like where an exorcism is involved? I mean, I mean it was uh, The Exorcism of Emily Rose. Rose. Yeah, that there's good. A, I like what that. did I watch recently? The Pope's Exorcist? Is that the one you think? No, of? no, Russell I think Crowe. it may have been a series. I'm trying to think now because I can picture the exorcism scene, but I can't remember anything else about it. Oh, no. You know what I'm thinking? <laughs> yeah. Here we go again. Here's a great little... Uh, no, no, no. It's it's not a film, but it was a standalone episode, but you're going to laugh what it was from, but but it was so well done. Like, very... Like, whoever made this is, a like, a, a, a fucking fan of exorcism films. It is an episode of season two of the new Quantum Leap, believe it or not. And when it started, I'm like, this is way too scary. What's happening? Like, hold on. This is not Quantum now Leap. Now I'm actually going to Google. There's an episode of Quantum Leap where he jumps into the body of an of a priest performing an exorcism in the 70s. What? Yeah, 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 yeah. And this is the new Quantum Leap. The new Leap. Quantum Leap, which, by the way, uh, not a Halloween thing, but lots of fun. Like, not a great show, but definitely a, a, like worth watching. It's fun. And Especially if you love the original Quantum Leap. For all its unwoke uh, misgivings. This would have been in the first season because the second season hasn't aired. Uh, first season, yeah. Yeah. Wait, the second season hasn't aired? Oh, it, I, I, it was released in two parts. That's why. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They split the season. But so yeah, it's a fun half. 
it's in the second half, uh, maybe third or fourth episode after the the break. I, I don't remember what it was called, but it was great. Did you find it yet? No, no, I'm, I'm getting there. Wait, have you watched the new Quantum? No, no, I haven't. I it's haven't. so much I'm fun. Trying, I'm trying to see what's going on it's, here. It's right up my alley. Like silly campy TV, you know? Ben leaps into a priest. He quantum leaps into mm-hmm. a priest who has been called to assist the family in crisis on Halloween night. As he delves into the mysterious, <laughs> he delves into the mysterious and inexplicable event. He's forced to muster all his resources as a scientist before time runs out. That would be that would be the great makings of a of a of a sci-fi film. It was a great episode, and honestly, the show is not supernatural in any way. It's a science, sure, sure. It's a science fiction show. It doesn't have supernatural elements, but the way they 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 handled themselves, I was like. I shit my fence a little. In my but, mind, my mind just went off. I'm gonna loop back. No, hold on. Let's okay, finish okay, my okay, thought. Because right, I also have a loop back. Okay, let's, let's go. Um, exorcism movies. Exorcism. Oh, no, exorcism movies. Okay, like, yeah. So yeah, exorcism of Emily Rose. I would argue that Judgment Day is a great exorcist movie. Judgment Day. Like, I've mistitled the film. Yes, you've always. What done. is it called? I don't know what you. Yes, doing. you do. Okay, speak Phil for a second backwards. Okay. I called it Judgment Day. Yeah. Because I mixed up the actor with another one of his films. And then the pinnacle... You saw my End of Days? End of Days, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I knew he'd figure it out. End of Days is a great fucking movie. It's not a horror film. No, it's a Schwarzenegger attempting. I mean, it kind of has horror elements, sure. Yeah, I mean, it was the 90s. That's all we were doing. Everything, everything about that film is perfect. Perfect. hilarious. Perfect. But there's two things that I'll always remember. Arnold Schwarzenegger plays a character, and he's always had interesting character names, and they used to do this for a yeah, lot yeah. of action heroes all the time, John Blank or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In End of Days... What is his name? It's Jericho Kane. Yes, Jericho God. Kane. <laughs> right? um, and he has a scene where... Jericho Kane. His, his, I think it's his captain or his superior. Her name's Marge, right? Mm-hmm. And I guess she either gets possessed at some point or I don't know what, and she shoots at him, and he hides behind this wall and goes, and I quote... Jesus Christ, Marge, what the fuck? It's the funniest fucking thing ever. Ever. You know so another good. great possession, but not by demons? Uh, se- movie, series. It was a series also afterwards. Legion. Legion. Legion, was, Legion is Legion underrated. underrated. Yeah, I think it's Legion, underrated. Yeah. People make fun of it because of that old lady scene. that I know. The old lady scene is terrifying. It is terrifying. Yeah. I said your fucking baby's gonna burn. <laughs> like, I, I, I get why people someone and he goes, I would hire her in my restaurant. Yeah, yeah, I get why people laugh at it. Oh man, no, but Legion, the series was not great, but it was interesting to see what oh. they did with the, the series. Was called Dominion. Dominion, yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, I haven't watched. It's it. Right. It I mean, right. it's, it looked it, it looked super low budget and like it wasn't too too low budget, but it wasn't it wasn't Legion. Yeah, fair but enough. Like Angels and Demons is always fun. Like. Uh, as a film from demons, yeah, okay, the play on that, yeah, yeah, I yeah. Mean, look, hey, word, prophecy, that's word, no, that's great. The, the prophecy had, uh, yes, that's right, uh, that's right, for walking, yeah, and Vigo Mortensen. I've seen that a long time. Yeah. There's so many good demonic, like, element films, like, there's been so many. Yeah, those, those, those stop advocates, yeah, yeah, those stop now. Oh, you know what? I mentioned one before. I mean, there's like there's technically a possession scene in uh, in The Conjuring that, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, with Beth Sheba, right? Yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool. Who else had interesting, not so scary, but interesting uh, takes on possession? Uh, Constantine, Constantine has some really cool, uh, so you know, they greenlit a sequel. I do, I know. I'm hoping that the writer he's attached to it as a that. producer, also, right? Yeah, oh, the thing is, he's a atta- he's been wanting to make that movie that's well, sequel he said it once in a long interview. Time. I remember the only character I'd like to revisit is Constantine yeah, yeah. yeah. 
I mean, I don't know how much money it took for them to get Keanu to come back for the Matrix, whatever the fuck it was called. I, I refuse to watch that. Oh, dude, it is, it is god-awful. Like, I thought the sequels were bad, but this was like... The sequels weren't that bad. Oh, dude. They watched the first Matrix. Wait, wait, wait. Let me ask you something. Let me ask you something. When's the last time you saw them? A long time. Yeah, yeah. You watch them now. Look, watch them now with your experience, and you're gonna be like, "Why?" Look, that's the only thing you're gonna ask is why. Watching the Matrix as a how old were we in there at the time it came out? Teenager. Thirteen, yeah. Watching the Matrix, yeah, it was fucking cool to see the first Matrix, but like midway through the first film, I was like, "This is kind of dumb." No, no. Like no, I no. just started losing interest. In it. I never really got, like, I watched all the the, the matrices. <laughs> But like I was like, okay, so Neo's Jesus. No, like, no, no what's no, happening? No, 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 don't do that. It's first Matrix a... was hey, look. First of all, but beside the fact that it's rev- it revolutionized a lot of uh, filmmaking that's techniques. That's fine. I'll give it. That. Yeah, it was still a fun, cool movie, and one that man. You look, Keanu Reeves. He knows kind of fool, bro. Keanu Reeves had a very interesting career. He did. Uh, what did he make right before the Matrix? Speed Johnny Mnemonic. Johnny Mnemonic. That was a great fucking. He wasn't in Speed Two. He, he, he opted out. They replaced right. him. Johnny Mnemonic is better than fucking the Matrix. They replaced him with Jason Patrick. Bro. That's right. <laughs> fucking miss Jason Patrick. But yeah. wait, hold on. We've gone on top. Yeah, yeah. Let's stay. Uh, here's another film that scared the fucking tiny little dick off my uh, prepubescent body. The people under the stairs. Oh yeah, Wes Craven's The People Fuck Under the Stairs. Me. Fucking love that movie. Anything man. with like. When it's in the house and it's not like actually a ghost, yeah, yeah, like yeah. Uh, a content. If if it could happen, like I don't believe in uh, aliens. Well, no, I kind of do. I don't believe in demons. Sure. Right? So like demons, it scares me, but I'm not too concerned. Gotcha. Right. Ghosts, I'm not sure. I'm on the fence, so I'm always like, eh. but like real life, real shit life like scary yeah, shit yeah. scares me. Uh, so like uh, the hills have eyes. So mutant cannibals scare you. Mutant cannibals scare me. Barbarian. Bone, bone tomahawk. Bone tomahawk. It's not that scary. But dude, okay, bone tomahawk scary, is, yeah, but it's, 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 gory, it's very unnerving. It's very unnerving. Yeah, but I was able to, I was there. Who's that? Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe. It's Russell. <laughs> no, no, Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell, yeah, sorry. I was the movie. No, no, Kurt Russell is yeah, in perfect perfect more, better yeah, choice yeah. than Russell Crowe. Uh, well. Bone tomahawk, yeah. Yeah, fucking bone tomahawk. That's Bull that's Tomahawk good. is Cowboys and Indians on drugs. Like, yeah, just like the next level. Not drugs, on, on crank. crank. Yeah, yeah. No, uh, Bull Tomahawk is a great movie. So real stuff. Uh, it's barbarian. 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 Super. If anyone hasn't seen Barbarian, I cannot recommend this movie enough. The only reason I was able to watch Barbarian, because it's like from the what was happening, I was like, there's no way I can sit through this. I won't be okay. But you had spoiled so much of the film for me because you're like, you, you're never going to watch you, you asked me to. I was like, just do it. So because I was mentally prepared, I was able to watch it. And fuck, the spoilers doesn't matter because it's not the twist that gets you. It's the story itself. I was like, this is fucking great. And keep in mind, I don't watch a lot of horror anymore. But when I started making films, all I wanted to make was horror. My first two films are horror. Uh, Bad, like shitty student horror. But like, I tried. Yeah, yeah. And it, there's possessions and uh, cursed objects. Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I, I never, I never did. That I really like. wanted to. My first film I ever wrote was a vampire movie. Uh, and I really wanted to, uh, but that one wasn't really a horror film. But I, I always also too wanted to make horror films, but it was like, I don't know, it's like writing comedy, you know? Like, I don't know. I struggle with comedy. Yeah, like, I'm scared to write comedy. I don't know what's funny. And I'm scared to write horror because what if what scares me is, like, super boring to other people or so on and so forth, you know? I've never really uh, worried about that. I wrote comedy. I worry because I don't know. Like, I think 
objectively, I'm pretty funny. I, I, I have good one-liners. I, I'll make people laugh, whatever. But I'm not sure. Son of a... See, I did it right there. Yeah. I, uh, I'm not sure that I, I have the, the writing chops to structure that much funny throughout like a two-hour period. Like, I just don't know. And I've also never really been too interested in it. Okay. Horror, though, I get. Because I'm fucking scared. Yeah, like, yeah. I get it. <laughs> like, I remember shooting a scene on my student film, and we had set. It's just like, it's, guys, it's like, um, like, don't go looking for it if you want to laugh. Unless you really want to make fun of me, it's fine. So there's this scene we're in, like, um, it's all of the dream sequence. Right. But it's not. It's like a lucid moment. And so she's all in makeup, the girl, and she's like the embodiment of this spirit, whatever. And she's like all cut up and shit. And the scene itself is not scary because I didn't know what I was doing. But the setup, like where we were, I was like, I'm spooked out. Can we turn on the house light? It's too spooky in here. And, and we did because we were in the back. We we're behind a stage in the rafters, like the... Right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Were you there for that second? For the, I know you were there for the film because I was. Yeah, I was. Were you I went for that. No, but you were we telling me that that's where it was off, happening. Yeah, and yeah. we had like this mist thing, and there was this weird sound effect that I had running like this. And I was like, "Guys, can we turn on the light?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you, I scared you, myself. Yeah, you spoke. So yourself. I know that I can do horror. I just horror has such an interesting structure uh, to the way it tells stories because some of so much of horror, like good horror, is like that's that's the kind of horror I, I'm into. Like. It's implied. Right. It so lets you, you fill in gaps. Which brings me to a good segue. Okay. So in you had in the, the yeah, early yeah, days, yeah. in in the early days, it was it was sci-fi horror, mm -hmm. then kind of the thriller horror. Then it went into we had What early days are we talking about? Where were you at? And you, listen, I mean you had okay, we're talking about nineteen twenty two Nosferatu. Oh, had gothic okay. horror. But look, you, you had different types of that horror German, that, that went in there, German expression yeah. and all that. But then let's look at more recently. Okay, in the 80s, you had the advent of the creature feature and uh, slashers, right? Mm -hmm. uh, creature features had always existed, but, you know, yes. you started getting the schlock. Slashers were new. Slashers, well, slashers, arguably the first slasher is Psycho with, mm -hmm. uh, by Alfred Hitchcock. But I'm talking about the what, 80s is where it really kind of exploded with your, I mean, technically 1978 with Halloween. And then you had your... Are you putting your, Alien on that list? No, no sci-fi horror, right? That's yeah, what I'm okay. saying. It's its own subgenre. And I'm sure I'm going to get to yeah, that. Okay. I'm going to get to that. So yeah. you had slashers. You had then you had you know you, you talked about your possession horror and all that stuff. You had your sci-fi horror, uh, which you're going to talk aliens, and I'll I'll see your aliens, and I'll raise you Event Horizon. Event Horizon is <laughs> one of my favorite fucking right? movies of all time. Yeah. So, it is an underappreciated. It it's it's. You know what it is? I think Event Horizon, people watched like uh, Alien, for example. Event Horizon is after Alien. Yeah, yeah, way yeah, after. Yeah, way after. Yeah, yeah. Like mid 90s. 90s, yeah. So I think a lot of people saw the the, the trailer or the, the and name of it. was going to be like and a knockoff. Like, no, no, they're just like space. <laughs> Fucking space. Let's do it. Scary space, alien yeah, yeah, yeah. shit. And they, they went, they were there for that. But what they got was like DMT. Yeah. That film, <laughs> because that film, the organic horror like because it's the textures of everything listen it's arguably the guy who made this is uh it's not is paul, it? it's not paul thomas anderson it's paul ws anderson yes. known for films like uh resident evil uh mortal Kombat, the original mortal Kombat yeah. from the 90s uh jesus what else uh, i don't the know three musketeers a lot of basically any movie that is not the fifth element that stars that stars Mila Jovovich is because yeah. uh, his wife yes yeah. is, is Paul W. Sanderson and they're all they're all okay right Jojo I'm not gonna 
How do you pronounce her name? I think it's Jojovic. Jojovic? Yeah. I think the first one's probably a J. The second one's probably a Jovic. I don't know. Anyways. So, Lilo from Multipass. So, yeah, that's Event Horizon. Events. You know, there's a period in history where for a little bit of time, I had started to not be able to tell Mila Jojovic and Kate Beckinsale apart. Because that Resident Evil series versus Underworld series. Underworld series. Okay, all right. Because they both jumped the shark so hard by their second sequel. I was like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah, yeah. But Kate Beckinsale. So yeah, so hold on, hold on. We'll get back to it. That was Paul W. Sanderson's best film was Event Horizon. Now, to finish up is that we had all these other types of horror films. And now... Over the last, I mean, that's not as far as a decade, but over the last few years, you've had this new advent of almost art house horror. Like we mentioned, Hereditary, and a lot of them tend to fall under one production I don't know banner. Eight twenty four. Eight twenty four. But they're not art house horrors. Um, I should have put air quotes. I I, know, I get it. I know no, what you're saying. I understand what you're trying elevated to say. horror. Is that fair? Is that better? no? It's no? not elevated horror. It's it's horror hearkening back to its roots, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Because it feels like, pretend you for you don't know anything about films, right? Okay. And you've never seen a movie. Gotcha. I mean, whatever, hypothetical. And you watch, like, The Conjuring. Uh, what was the first one? It was Conjuring, the first in their series of, well, that's how they got started with The Conjuring series, right? How, who got started? A24. No, Conjuring is not A24. It's not? No, no. A24 is The Witch. Uh, it's... The one that's based on the Spanish, the Spanish movie first. No. No, The Witch is with uh, Anya Taylor-Joy. It takes place in a village. Uh... That is... Oh, in a village? Yeah. No, wait. The Witch is based on a Spanish film. It's a remake. I'm, I'm pretty sure. So. Unless I'm mixing up the titles. You, you might be. Anyways, Hereditary is what I was thinking of, not The Conjuring initially. Sure. So let's yeah. say you watch Hereditary and then you watch... Uh, I'll even throw The Conjuring in there because it's in that same vein, right? In the same spirit? No? You don't think no, so? No, really. No, no. Really? See, see here, here's, here's, here's my point. I can't make it. Yeah, because I'll tell you, I don't agree because here's what some different. So, take a movie like The Conjuring. The Conjuring is made by James Wan. James Wan uh, got his start with his buddy Lee Wannell, and they made uh, a short film, which people really loved, and uh, they got enough money to make it into a feature length, which ended up being James Wan's first feature length film, which is Saw, which oh, is right. on. A bajillion. Uh, it saws its own. Well, that's it. It, it spawned a bajillion sequels. Uh, the tenth one came out uh, a while back. I did like the sauce. But then, what universe. was what was that called? That ended up becoming its own subgenre that got a nickname called torture porn. Yes, basically that, like yeah. torture horror. You know, um, even though I don't think that was the intention. Wait, what's that movie? Okay, hold on. I just had a weird, maybe early two thousands. I'm not sure. Cube. Cube. Cube, Vincenzo Natale. Yeah, yeah, it's Canadian. That's torture. That's Canadian. That's torture. You found that to be torture? Sure. Nothing. I mean, it was still early in history it's a that bit they were willing to push. Yeah, but it's a little bit sci-fi. Well, I don't know. And they're in this cube. Yeah, yeah, yeah but they cube. have to figure. Look, that's about different types of sacrifice. Saw is about like yeah, okay, really over the top gruesome. But Saw can't exist without a in a world where CubeNet was never made. You might be right, but we have to ask James Wan about that. Now, Wan's career is something that. With Cube, Cube. Uh, the Canadian actors, nobody's all Canadian. Yeah, nobody. That, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, Vincenzo Natale is Canadian. Hmm. Uh, he also did that other movie that Splice. Splice. Yeah, with the yeah. creature thing. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. That was interesting. Yeah, interesting film. Interesting, yeah. yeah, and then he had a recent one. I think it's called In the Tall Grass. 
Uh, that's a great idea. Pretty sure that's uh, that's Vincenzo Natale. I mean, yeah. Okay, so you have like saw uh, human well, yeah. centipede. So yeah, yeah. They started getting to the gross out stuff, but uh, I don't think I don't think James so Wan intended weird. that because he, I don't think he, so either. He followed that up with another horror film called um, Dead Silence. No, Death Sentence, and the other one I think Dead Silence. Yeah, okay. With the 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 puppet thing. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He clearly had the thing for puppet like things. That one was great too, and then. And then he kind of, uh, he, that's when he met, after that he met uh, Jason Blum. So mm-hmm. you have your own kind of, I call it, it's, it's not an actual subgenre, but I think it's, a, I call it a subgenre, a Blumhouse film. Now Blumhouse is a production studio. Yeah, I was that, like, wait, that's a real word. Why yeah, are you yeah, saying that? Yeah, it's a Blumhouse is a production studio that pre- releases these ultra low budget, but pretty cool. I mean, you know, they have more hits than misses in terms of the, the horror films, and they really give these up and coming filmmakers a chance. So one of the first collaborations between them was Insidious. Now Insidious is absolutely terrifying. I don't care what he says. It is. I've seen it is. Insidious. And, it, and it's one of those films my where detriment. I wish I had. I really liked every Insidious sequel. Now I haven't seen the last one, which is the fourth one, and it's pretty cool because the one of the lead actors from the entire Insidious series, Patrick Wilson, mm-hmm. is now directing. He directed the last one. Oh really? The, I didn't know that. Feature director of the debut, I think. So that's pretty cool that he did that. And then one. Um, I'm listening and, to you to talk about all this stuff, and I, I, I'm sitting here like confused by myself. What do you mean? Because like I don't understand myself. Because I've seen Insidious, right? It's terrifying. Absolutely, I enjoyed it. Yeah. I've also seen like I don't know, first season of American Horror Story, which is terrifying. Sure, it is. Okay. It's scary. I found. I, I could argue the second one was the, uh, this. The second season is. Asylum. I mean, I've seen a, Asylum. Asylum I've seen a bunch year. of them. Yeah, yeah. Asylum. Is- I, I stopped at some point, but yeah, I was watching them. Uh, the, I, then I watched, you know, like, I don't know, 22 years of Supernatural, which isn't scary, but sometimes it can get you. Okay. I have a few episodes here and there uh, where uh, uh, I'll like, you know what, let's just app it up and scare people. They're not expecting it 37 okay, cool, episodes cool. in. <laughs> and I love horror as a genre, but I don't watch it. Yeah, I know. And I'm trying to figure out now, like, why the fuck don't I watch it so if the, I like it so the, much? The common element that both of us, I'm not going to... Like, yeah. It's our wives. Like, we love our wives, but... They, no, I don't watch horror. Oh, really? It's mine me. won't. It's me. She'll mine. be like, that looks scary. I'm like, I'm not watching that. Oh, dude, mine, there's, the horror is banned in my house. I got to do it solo. She can't watch fucking horror? No, no, she can't. Your, I mean, she your, can watch, your wife won't watch a horror film? She, yeah, no, it's awful. Like, hates them? No, it's like, it's, she just finds them scary. So here's the thing. Slashers? Yeah. Irreconcilable difference. She, she, <laughs> <laughs> she likes slashers, but I we were talking, slasher. to your point earlier, you were talking like about Halloween. demonic possession and yeah. all that stuff. But she's religious. So she grew up, uh, yeah, she's Italian Catholic. Cool. So for her, that's the big no-no. Anything. But I'm going to get to my point. Hold on. So, uh, you watch Warrior None, that'll mess with her. <laughs> and she'll enjoy it. It's not scary. Probably. That's coming back, by the way, in some form. They what? announced the outcome. I'll get to that in a minute. Really? So I really enjoyed that series. James Wan kind of graduated in Is terms Captain of- Captain America giving her the old uh, Balkan one too? No. The lead actress, the, the Portuguese one. I don't think I remember so. her name. Yeah. She just got married, unless he married her. I think he married her. Okay, we'll get into that. Anyways, yeah. I'm just, I just uh, throwing that out there. I want to fin- finish up on the James Wan that leads me to eventually what happened. So the Blumhouse, yeah. and then he graduated from Blumhouse, if you will, and made The Conjuring for- a lot of money and lots then, of money. Many well, money. Lo- compared to like a million dollars, which is what he was making his other films. Yeah, yeah. Conjuring costs twenty. That movie made enough money because of its release, not releasing it around Halloween, releasing it in the summer, mm-hmm. and then that allowed him to start making. He got uh, Universal really had a good time with that, so they basically gave him Fast and the Furious. Now, unfortunately, it was the Fast and the Furious where Paul Walker passed away, uh, and now he's in, in the DC thing. But he started his own company, Atomic Monster, and they're kind of doing some horror films as well. Okay. Uh, around after that, A24 started releasing art house films from like these really incredible directors like Robert Eggers with 
um, the witch and Ari Aster with uh, Hereditary, Midsommar, and uh, most recently, Bo is Afraid. And these are... I've heard of that last one. Yeah, these are with Joaquin Phoenix. It's mm. a three-hour trip fest. I'll show you the trailer later. Okay. Now, all these new, call them elevated horror films, are very interesting because they divide audiences. Half of them are like, this is incredible just because they love how it was made. And the other half, just looking for a quick, scary fix, are like, mm-hmm. this is a snooze fest. It's boring. Um, so I just watched one, they're, they're one of the last, latest uh, acquisitions. Right, looking into that other No worries. Uh, an acquisition from A24. And I've given them a shout out in a previous episode of our podcast. I watched... The Raka Raka? Yeah, I watched the Rakarakas film Talk to Me. So Danny and Michael Filippo, two uh, Greek Australians. You, yeah. you brought this up into the, I think. No, I spoke to you that I saw it. We didn't talk about it on the podcast. You did not talk about Talk to Me? In the well, I talked to it. Yeah, but not, not, I hadn't seen it then. No, since you saw it, you talked about it last episode that you saw it, no? No. I I'm having it. a hard time. The streams are crossing for me. Like, I don't know what conversations were yeah, happening. Yeah, we, we had, we we had a personal here. conversation. Oh, okay, my bad. After sorry. I saw it, but my I bad. haven't spoken about okay, it. Okay, sorry, sorry. It is. It's becoming weird, right? It is, yeah. yeah. Talk to me is awesome. Yeah. It's such a cool uh, concept. Kind of on the, so, so their version of that, their play on like the Ouija order or... or, or Bloody or Bloody Mary, yeah, and, and Flatline. By the way, you uh, you told me about it, and you're like, you got to at least watch the trailer. And I hadn't watched the trailer yet. I thought I had, and I realized I mixed it up with another film. Which, hey, yeah, that's what I do. It's a film thing. Uh, and then I watched it two nights ago. That has to be one of the scariest trailers I've seen in forever. Yeah, you like because it starts off so just monday and you're all of a sudden you're like there's fucking demons everywhere yeah it's, well that's the thing is it's not it's in the house demons it's i don't know what it is well it's so the, the, the premise of the film is uh spoil it well i'm spoiling no, it's the premise of the film fucking spoil it uh kids in southern australia bored uh i like that they're in southern australia yeah, by the well, way they, well, yeah yeah good for that so I, sp- I saw a thing with the rock right they lost they lost a lot of money because of choices they made like casting sophie wilde as the lead they lost a million dollars out of their budget because uh, of the cost or because no, they'll punish them for it? It's not punish them. It's like, okay, cool. Well, we're not going to make that. So we're going to have to take out money elsewhere because mm-hmm. we needed a big star. So okay. they wanted to shoot in South Australia. They lost money for that too. Instead of trying to make it where people wanted them to make it, which would be, I don't know, Southern California or, or whatever, here. right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Get your fucking tax credits back. Right. So so these kids uh, have a party. They, they have parties all the time. And one of the things, it's never really like explained. It's just there that really everyone's partying. And there's this thing it's where like a it's, hand it's a porcelain like hand. Is it porcelain? Yeah, it's a porcelain hand. And if you grab onto it uh, and say, talk to me, you will see a spirit from the other side. And if you then you have to say part of the game is you have to say, uh, I let you in. Now you're strapped to a chair with a belt and a, a candle is lit. And there's a 90 second, like they figured it out. Yeah. Okay. It, you don't go into too much detail as to how this is figured That's out. That's crazy that they didn't yeah, explain that. It's kind of like, here you go. And in those 90 seconds, that spirit, whichever one you see, possesses you. And after the 90 seconds, when the hand is removed, you know, they pull the hand away from you and they blow out the candle, you come back and it's like you've experienced a high. So these bored Australian teens, that's how they get high. Jesus. Right? It's so, I mean, it's got so many elements. It deals with amazing, in the, in the way that it makes sense that A24 purchased the film because of the themes that it's dealing with, you know, addiction, boredom, grief. So many things come into play in the film. The cast is spectacular. The of this. They did the the yeah. the Raka Raka, Daddy, really? Daddy and Michael Filippo. Yeah, and uh, 
Sorry. See, when you look over my shoulder during a Halloween episode, kind of looking afraid, it's not really fun for me. Some children were looking into the studio. Oh, okay. Really weird. Yeah. Are they real? Were they actually there? Um, but yeah, oh, what, that's, uh, that's, it. that's the last. This is not a movie thing. This is just random. Did you ever do Ouija boards and shit? No, uh, no, no. So here's the thing. Never. I am I am a ridiculous person in that I am very pragmatic, yet but, but, I am on, a little stitious. You a little stitious? Yeah, I'm not superstitious. I'm a little stitious. Just slightly stitious? Yes. Really? Semi-stitious. You, you think you're semi-stitious? Okay, I'm pretty superstitious. Oh, I just want to pull something up for you because I want to use it as a reference. If you start reading Latin right now, I'm getting up oh, and I'm leaving. Okay. You know that. Relax. No, I'm going to get up relax, and leave. Relax. See? There you go. Stitches. There you go. Plenar presidium. Yeah, there you go. Repellum omnimalis spiritus. <laughs> He's terrified of Latin spoken out loud. And the logic behind why, he explained this to me once because I had it written into a script. And he's like, you know what, bro? I don't speak Latin. I don't know. What if? Even like church Latin, like you're in a Catholic church and you're no, turned on They know what they're saying. Do right? they? Yeah, they do. To some extent, they should. And the thing is, I'm telling me that the thing is, I understand Latin. Zubolak yeah, yeah. Speaks Latin. Well, he, he's just, re, re, uh, what's the word I'm saying? Uh, but I understand he, Latin too, uh, for the most yeah, part. Yeah, yeah. Elementum recoglio, fuis commando locus. We're stop. Mihi vestum box. Stop. You. Demonium. Rectus dominus. <laughs> uh, that's so good. Dominus rectus. So, uh, yeah, yeah, Peter's afraid of Latin, and the whole setup was for that, but you never did Ouija boarding stuff as a kid. You were all. No, I did, I did, I did. No, obviously I did. I did. Uh, we once had a power failure during a Ouija board oh, session at a house awful. party. That's awful. One of the kids, one of the guys there. He the lights came back and he's like, I have to leave. And we're like, why? He's like, I just have to leave. And I took him aside. I'm like, are you okay? Like, what's going on? He's like, I shit him. I shit. Oh, shit. I'm like, me too, bro. He's like, no, no, no. I shit my pants. He like, oh, yeah, bro, me too. He's like, no, I, I have shit in my pants. I'm like, bro, go home. Oh, like, wow. he got so scared he shit himself. I I almost shit myself. I got close, pretty scared. The closest thing that happened and we had, we like, we don't have an explanation. We were watching, it was me and my brother and a friend 20 years ago or more than that. We're watching uh, Wes Craven's New Nightmare. Mm. It's the last uh, yeah, yeah. Freddy Krueger film. And there's a scene where he literally kind of comes out of a closet. Yeah. And as that happened, <laughs> this was an old rear projector TV. Oh, man. And I, here's the funny thing is sometimes you would, if you were sitting on the couch in a weird way and the remote kind of folded and it hit that button, it would just go into static. Uh, except the remote was on the table. And as soon as that happened, it just <laughs> volume was really up because we were watching in the basement. And the static was very loud. It, and we're watching in the dark. Uh, it was, it, I remember it. I still have, like, I just brought it up. And I'm like, oh, my God, my heart, like, my heart rate went up. I like, remember terrifying. being about nine years old. My parents were in the backyard. Uh, they were having, like, we were having a party. And, like, I had lost interest. So I went in. And I, I don't know how, what year is this? Like, uh, 1995. So Poltergeist is on television. Nice. And I've never seen it. So I'm like, fucking movie starting. I'm going to watch it. That was a mistake. So I watch it. And it scares the, the fucking life out of me. And I fall asleep at some point, which I don't know how the fuck I fell asleep after Poltergeist, like whatever. And they're still outside. So like my dad at some point comes in and sees that I'm asleep. And there used to be like a, remember my living room and parents' house? There's like a switch on the wall, but it's not a light switch. It's the breaker. Do I, don't, I don't remember Anyways, this, but yeah. So he accidentally flips it. I guess he was looking for something and he turns it back on and walks away. But when he walked away, the TV turned back on. And went to static because the box never turned back. Oh, my God. So I'm asleep and I hear, I'm like, don't open your eyes. Just don't. Just don't. And I remember the visceral fear, like, just running through my body. And I opened my eyes and I was like, no. And I just ran out of the room. And I also experienced a similar, like, uh, feeling after I, for the first time I watched Ringu. 
not the ring oh, yeah, yeah, Japanese, yeah, Japanese, Japanese Ringu. Ringu yeah. and I was like you know what I just thought of that I haven't thought of in years fucking what is it called oh <laughs> Battle Royale uh, Battle what Royale a fucking yeah. Battle, Battle Royale, Royale. Like, yeah. that's gore that's torture porn well, that's a that's a gore fest. It's more yeah. in line with Japanese. So Japanese horror is another subgenre that we barely talked about. You just brought up Ringu. There was a whole period where, like, what was it? It was Ringu, uh, which spawned the ring and all these remakes. Juan, Juan upsets me. Came out recently where it's the characters from the first Ring, but it's in it's an it's in the same universe. I watched. I, mean, I think you mean the Grudge. The Grudge. Yeah, that's yeah. Juan. That's what I was getting. It's Juan. Yeah. Okay. So I watched the first twenty minutes of that, and I checked. I'm like, nope. All right. Check this out. Check this out. You're gonna laugh at this, because if I pick up uh, the original Juan, now I don't want to butcher the guy's name. That's why yeah, I'm yeah. googling it. Um, so his name is Takashi Shimizu. Okay? okay. Now, if you look at this guy's filmography, just try to get me from it. If you, <laughs> if you look at this guy's filmography, you son of a b. All right. I'm going to show you something that's going to... I don't know if you're going to get as upset as I, I am, but okay. I mean, okay. So watch. Okay. They can't so, see, so they're just doing our own thing now. With in, in in 2000, he does... Atosumi. Juan. Okay. Okay. Scary. Fucking scary. Too scary for in me to finish. In 2000, he also does Juan. Dude, these are short. You see an hour, 10, an hour, 16 minutes, right? They were like... He tried... It basically made the same Mish movie. Yeah, okay. Then he gets money and makes Juan again in an hour and 32 minutes in 2002. Two I just make it again. Buddy, okay. Okay. Then he makes a sequel again. Then they bring him over to the States and he makes, makes the, the grudge. grudge. Yeah. Then he makes the grudge. Like you guys made the same movie like eight, eight times. times. <laughs> you know, you know mean? what? Juan's poster always reminded me of. It is, it, me of but this is bananas, right? Like, it is, idea, it like okay. It, it always reminded me of the scene from Scary Movie. I forget which one. Where, where they where, where they the parody kids, it? The kids in the stairs. Yeah, yeah. Where they parody? Yeah, yeah. yeah oh wait, did yeah. Terry movie come after Juan? Yeah, it did. It did. Why well, one of them came on? Yokohama. Yeah. Kawasaki. Yeah, he's just saying random Yamaha Kawasaki. Yeah, it's a oh, band. Scary movies were. You know that scary movie was the original title for uh, Scream. Yes, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, Scream one, first Scream, original Scream, masterpiece, dude. Every the, subsequent no, Scream didn't do it. For fucking me. nonsense. I'll tell you what happened. Okay, Scream. Watch Scream two. All right, fine. Scream 3, mm-hmm. no. Scream 4, I actually really enjoyed. Mm-hmm. I found uh, bringing the different characters in, and you had kind of a new set of characters, but the, I find it more believable. They brought it back to high school, dealt with like, dealt with the kind of meta aspect of being a sequel. And then that's it. The series died. Okay. Uh, and then Wes Craven died. So I was like, all right, Robert and I, we're going to see Scream. We're done, again. yeah. Then you had the Scream TV series, which was never produced by MTV. It's it's weirdly watchable, but like you're like angry as you're watching it. You're like, what like is Teen Wolf watchable? No, 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 no. This works. Teen Wolf is solid. Yeah, all the is, way this through. Is, no, this is worse than Teen Wolf. You're just you're sitting there being like, what is happening? And then by your reveal, you're like, by the reveals, you're just sitting there like, I think upset. you told me about this. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, and then I'm uh, the Hardy Boys now. Okay, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll get into this yeah. in a minute. Cause... Well, we can't because the episode's over. Oh, no. Fully over? No, nah, you can finish it. Okay, last off. thing. Okay, so uh, these this group of filmmakers called Radio Silence made uh, Scream 5. They were given permission and taking over from Wes Craven. And listen, that movie had no business being as good as it was. Enough that they merited a sequel, Scream 6, okay. where it changes the setting away from Woodsboro into New York. Right. Dude, awesome movie. And I got really lucky because I got to see that 
with. Wait. I'm going to give a last shout out here. I got to see that here in Montreal with oh, Max Laferriere. Max Laferriere is a, an actor and stunt performer oh, here I remember in, Max. in Montreal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he is Ghostface in this film. He is fucking awesome. Go support Max Laferriere. Super solid guy. And go check out Scream 6 because it's a blasty. Okay, so we're going to call it mostly because I have to be on set. Um, humble brag. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm just going to end with this great quote uh, since the Halloween episode. Hit me, hit me. Exorcisames te omnis immundus, spiritus omnis satanica potestas, omnis incursio, infernalis, adversario, omnis legio, omnis congregatio, es secta diabolica, ergo omnis legio. Guys, he's out the door. My name is Phil Balbanos. This used to be Peter James. He's gone. All right, guys. We'll see you next episode. Happy Halloween.